0: Well, My friends, today we celebrate uh, this third Sunday of Advent called Gaudete Sunday from the Entrance Antiphon that I forgot to read, um, but also from the second reading, uh, which is where the Entrance Antiphon even comes from, uh, St. Paul's exhortation here. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'm going to say it again. Rejoice, right? That's St. That's Paul exhorting us, telling us to rejoice, to be joyful in the Lord. Always, and so the third Sunday of Advent, as we're getting close to Christmas, um, is we need this reminder. Hey, Christmas is coming, right? Christmas is less than two weeks away, and so we should be joyful. We should, I mean, we should be totally prepared to encounter our Lord, to welcome Him at His Nativity with joy. It's, it's going to be Christmas, right? And we need that reminder. We can get, particularly those of us who are adults, can get so caught up in the busyness and the stuff we have to do, right? Tell me a pastor that Christmas is less than two weeks away and I'm going to have a little bit of a panic attack, right? We, I realized maybe on Friday night that with everything we've had going on, just a fair warning, with everything we've had going on, we never ordered our Christmas flowers, right? So so I'm calling Scott tomorrow to see if, if he can help us in a pinch. But like, okay, we're going to have some kind of poinsettias, hopefully, by Christmas morning. But who cares? Because guess what? It's Christmas anyway, right? Whether we've got the poinsettias or not, whether we've got the, all the gifts under the tree or not. I sent my mother something I wanted for Christmas Um, Because I really don't need a whole heck of a lot But every now and then I'm like, oh, that'd be cool Let me And usually the month of November is Send mom the cool stuff that I would buy for myself anyway So she can get me something for Christmas, right? And she she thought it was a joke So my poor mother yesterday, I'm like, no, I really wanted that, right? And she's like, I thought that was a joke I thought you were joking, right? So now my poor mother's going to scramble And I'm like, no, forget it, don't worry about it It's not that important But anyway, but who cares? Because it's Christmas, right? Christmas is going to happen one way or another, and we need to rejoice. We need to be joyful. We have to have the joy of Christmas. Jesus is born for us, out of love for us. And so, we need to rejoice. But not just at Christmas, right? It's not like on December 25th, all of us who probably are more Scrooge than Cratchit, right? All of us. We, we have our hearts expanded for that one day, three times the size, and then, um, and then we go back to being curmudgeons on December 26th, right, and December 27th, and that, yeah, maybe I am a bit of a Grinch most of the year, but on Christmas, dang it, I'm going to be happy. No, um, we got to rejoice, when? Rejoice in the Lord always, always, we need to always be joyful. We need to have joy should be part of who we are. It should be a mark. People should recognize in us that joy. Not just for Christmas Day, but always. Rejoice in the Lord always. We have to, joy has to be something that a a Christian carries around in himself or herself, right? We need to carry that around in ourselves. We have our joy. And what does that joy come from, that ability to rejoice always? Where does it come from? Rejoice in the Lord always. We rejoice in God. No matter what material circumstances changes, uh, happen, no matter what church circumstances change, no matter what else is going on in our life, no matter even what difficulties or sadness or, or loss may occur, particularly in this season, we still are called to rejoice, to rejoice in the Lord always. Pope Francis, in his first, um, his kind of first major document, his first document was an encyclical that even he'll admit Pope Benedict wrote the majority of, but, um, but his first kind of major solo document is called Evangelii Gaudium, right, the joy of the gospel. And in that, he's pointing this joy that we should have, and he says there, number six, joy adapts and changes, but it always endures, even as a flicker of light, born out of our personal certainty that when everything is said and done, we are infinitely loved. I am infinitely loved by God, right? I, being baptized, and am adopted son of God. And that's where my joy comes from. What could possibly rob me of that joy that I know that I'm a son of God, right? All of us, if we were baptized, are adopted sons and daughters of God the Father. And so that's the root of my joy. My joy isn't in that, you know, I've, I've got a great assignment. I love it here at St. Francis. And I do, right? Okay. But that's not the root of my joy. My joy is not even that I have my good health. I have family and friends and all that. Again, that helps a little bit. But ultimately, what should be the cause, the root of my joy? God loves me. And that will never change. God infinitely loves me, right? Loves me with an infinite love. And so we rejoice always in the Lord. And whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, whether things are going right or things are going wrong, like, hey, I'm a son of God, right? What could possibly be so bad That we couldn't be joyful in the fact that I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God, right? God loves me. I've been adopted. That relationship never changes, no matter what external circumstances are do. And that then this joy is necessary. It's necessary for evangelization, right? If we ever want more people to come and meet the Catholic Church... To meet our Lord. Like, if they walk in here and we're just a bunch of grumps, like, yeah, come join us. We're really grumpy and we're good at it, right? No. And people do experience when they come into our church joy, life, happiness. And that's what we want. That's what's contagious about it, right? That they experience that joy. They encounter that joy. So that people hopefully see in us that person has something There's something about them. They have a deep, abiding joy. And I want that. Not like, wow, that person's such a grump. I want that, right? Now, I sometimes joke that eventually... I look forward to the day that I can just be a grumpy old priest, right? I'm, I'm looking forward to that day. No, but ultimately, even grumpy old priests are usually very joyful and loving. Um, they just get to be a little, um, I don't know, you get a little grandfather grump in a nice way. But it is, um, no, that we, want, we don't want to be grumpy. We don't want to be curmudgeonly. We don't want to be um, angry, right? We should have more smiles than frowns in church, um, right? We should have all these things because it's joyful, And so when people come, particularly at Christmas Mass, right, when hopefully a bunch of people are coming at Christmas Mass, um, do they encounter our environment of joy? Do they feel that welcome, joyful presence here? That's the attitude we want to cultivate for evangelization. And then again, in our life, out in the middle of the world, do people encounter in us that joy? And that we can then introduce them to the cause of the joy, our Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, And so that is how we need to go about living the joy of the Lord, living it always. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'm going to say it again, St. Paul says, rejoice, right? It's so important. He says it twice. Be joyful in the Lord. And so as we consider this, this Gaudete Sunday, we need to be joyful for Christmas, right? Start getting ready so we can have the joy of the celebration of Christmas, but not just for Christmas but for always, right? We are always joyful, every single day of the year, being cheerful, joyful. This abiding joy in the Lord, because we know that we are beloved sons and daughters of God the Father, that we have that infinitely. We are infinitely loved, as Pope Francis says. And then that joy is effective in evangelization, inviting more and more people in. Uh, in a particular way today, we should ask um, our Mother, Our Lady, uh, to pray for us today even though it gets suppressed by the third Sunday of Advent, uh, is the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, right? Patroness of the Americas. And so we should ask uh, Nuestra Senora to pray for us uh, and to teach us how does she live joy, right? She said in her Magnificat, her her spirit rejoices in the Lord, right? And so, in God her Savior. So we ask our mother to teach us that our spirits too may rejoice in the Lord our Savior uh, and so that that joy may spread to the entire world.